Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Also, follow us everywhere on social at DIY Money Podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to check out the video on YouTube. We've got some awesome bonus content there. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're just going to have to... I saw what you did. You pointed... No, don't even don't even restart it. He can do the math. It's not a big deal. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. Don't cut that. That's gold right there, Jerry. Gold. Now the clock's off. It is. It's going to drive you nuts, isn't it? It's going to drive me nuts. If you're not watching on YouTube, uh, let me just paint the scene for you. We have, obviously, a studio, which you have... If you would have checked it out on YouTube, you would know we have this beautiful studio, but we also have this clock that, that tells us to keep the, they can't see keep it the show. Right no, we can see it. Mm-hmm. It drives Daniel nuts when it does not correlate with our actual showtime. I know. So I was doing the intro, I was in the zone, and I saw his finger go like, eh, it's not, it's not right. Got to do an adjustment and everything. All right, housekeeping odds and ends. Speaking of YouTube, hit us up. DIY Money on YouTube. The last episode, Logan, fire, bringing him out. Boy, they love him. They do. Kind of, I'm getting a little self-conscious. Yeah, now that's you know, just you don't me want, and you. You're not interested in the mid-40-year-old bald guy? And why do we like bald guys? Well, it depends on the package they're coming in. If they're older, sexy, got a bit of money, distinguished, we like them, yeah. All right, uh, but it was a great question. Uh, it was from Danielle. She threw in a, a video question, which was fun. We're actually asking folks to, to do that. And you know the format of the show. We send in audio questions or people send in audio questions. If we choose to use those audio questions on the show, we kick you a $25 Amazon gift card. But because we have YouTube now blowing up, we're trying to say, hey, send us a video question and we'll insert it into the YouTube show. You'll be a superstar. Boom. Still $25 Amazon gift card. Oh, by the way, we need some junior questions. I'm a little disappointed. I need some junior questions so that we can send your junior $25 stockpile gift certificate and they can start piling the cheddar. Cheddar? Or stocks. The cheddar. 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 Wicked cheddar. Stockpile.com. Okay. It'd be a cooler name if they did that. Cheddar pile? Mm Mm-hmm. Cheddar. 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 No uh, R. No. No R. Wicked Cheddar. You know the, the latest one? My son, um, oh, shoot. Now I totally blanked. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't. Darn it. <laughs> that was a good he's story. Got, he's got a new word, and I'm trying, yeah. Uh, I'll bring it out next episode. Let's go to the questions at hand. This one comes from Viet. Viet, what do you got? D-I-Y. Hi, guys. My name is Viet Nguyen. I am 26 years old, living in Fargo, North Dakota, earning about 62500 before taxes, with the company giving me roughly 6000 towards my 401A. This is a contribution from my employer, not a match. I also have a Roth, which as of February 2021, valued around 22000 and I am currently saving about 30% of my income, with the first 20% going towards retirement investing. The other 10% is going to short-term goals, which are five years out, where I hope to upgrade my 06 Toyota for another used Toyota and for my wedding. I have a long-term goal of retiring early and being charitable. My question is for that initial 20% of savings for retirement. 
9% is from my employer, and I'm deciding between my personal HSA and my Roth. I have a high deductible health plan, and my deductible is about $1,800. i am keeping to that 20% for retirement unless you believe it's too high, so I can't max out both the HSA or the Roth yet, and I can't decide which one to max out first. I see so many conflicting ideas, but I want to get your opinion. Currently, I am contributing to both. I'm saving my deductible in my HSA and everything else to my Roth until I hit that 20% of my income for retirement. I'm a healthy guy, goes to the gym every other day, and I'm planning on not using my HSA until I retire by saving the receipts. I fear if I max out the HSA first, I won't have the flexibility to take out the contributions like a Roth, nor do I want to wait until I'm 65 to use it like a traditional IRA. But I understand that triple tax benefit like no other. While I currently have a fully funded emergency cash fund of about five months, I'm curious on what are your thoughts on maxing out either a Roth or an HSA for individuals in my position. Thank you. Wow. Wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun. A lot of good info. Yeah, but I'm a little disappointed in Viet. Yeah? Yeah. Every other day to the gym, that's weak. You got to have rest days? No, you got to hit that gym, Viet, hard. There's balance. Jocko Willing, 4.30, boom, balance. every day. No, I'm just messing around. That was great. A little humble brag there. He threw that in. I'm a healthy guy. I go to the gym every other day. Viet's fire. He's great. Anyways, I mean, we have a plethora of information here, and I- I'm curious. I'm very curious to your thoughts. You didn't make any notes. Do I need to pass my notes to you? Probably. <laughs> or are you just the, the savant who has it right here in the brain? Um. I don't know. Here's one question I have for you, Viet. Uh, you talked about short-term goals, and you talked about upgrading your 2006 Toyota mm-hmm. for another Toyota, which I think is smart. I like Toyota. We're in central Kentucky, where most Toyotas are made. Toyota country. Well, actually, now they're I don't know significantly being made in Texas. Anyways, <laughs> um, but you didn't mention a house. And I'm curious, you mentioned the wedding, you mentioned mm-hmm. the Toyota, so you got the girl, you got the ha- you got the car, uh, you don't have the house. So I'm curious as to where that is in the plans. Now, he didn't bring it up, and it was a very detailed question, so I'm not even going to, I'm going to mention that, but I'm not going to, I'm not even going to address it. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to address what he asked, which is 20% of his savings, which he's making approximately 60-some thousand. 12000 is his retirement savings. Should it go into the Roth or the HSA? I'm going to say Roth. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. I think there's more flexibility for his goals and objectives with the Roth. However, however, why not split them up? Mm-hmm. That's the other thing I was thinking. Why not split them up? And so therefore you've got, you know, Half of it in the Roth, which is going to be your max contribution anyways, and the other half in the HSA, which is about going to be your max contribution anyways. So I guess my my suspicion, unless I miss something with the question is, once you max out both and you're still within the 20% that you are putting towards retirement. Yeah, was he counting the roughly 9% employer contribution to... As part of that 20%? I got a little confused on that because he said he has a $6,000 401A contribution, not a match. Mm -hmm. So are they contributing six and Mm -hmm. then then matching 9%? Uh, So I understood it as they're putting in 6,000. Yep. 
and that is about 9% of his income. So then the remaining oh, 11% he is personally saving is how I interpret it, but I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Yet. No, I think he's saving 20 because he said he's saving 30% of his income. 20% of it's going towards uh, retirement savings, and okay. then the other 10 is going towards his short-term goals. So I'm thinking... And I like how you derive to the 9%. That mm-hmm. makes sense. I'm thinking that, and he, he clarified, that's not a match. Yeah. That is a a, a contribution. So mm-hmm. I don't see, so that's why I don't think the question was, do I, do I up this and go to my retirement plan? Again, the question is, you know, I've got 20%, which is 12,000. Well, you can't go more than, what is the contribution in a Roth right now? He's yeah, you're looking at, young what, 6,000 in a Roth and 30, no, not 37, 34. 550 for an individual could in an Viet could Viet have missed the one common component of this which is contribution limits say what the one common component the the one not common the one uh I don't know easily to graze over the 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 nuance that that kind of makes this I mean meaning he said hey I got 20% which is 12,000 where's the best place to put it well mm-hmm. you can only put 6,000 in a Roth yeah, so uh yeah, unless he's unless the employer portion that he's putting in is if he's counting that in the twenty percent, then he has less than we're thinking. Uh so it's important to know the number. So I but philosophically we can still talk about the difference between the Roth and the HSA. Okay. Uh, uh but again because it'd be important to know yes. his exact numbers to know exactly where it goes. But if he can max out both Sounds like he needs a plan. <laughs> sounds like it sounds like a real quick, you know, overview through our wealth development process. So there's a humble plug there. Yeah, it doesn't hurt to do those kind of things with your money. Go ahead. Daniel, thank you so much for being with us today. Yeah, so the looking at the Roth IRA versus the HSA, if you're using both for retirement, the HSA can be a powerful tool because you're going to have significantly more medical expenses than you expect in retirement. And if you're doing the strategy that he's talking about, utilizing the saving of receipts between now and retirement, those funds are accessible to you as health reimbursements as long as you've not taken a deduction on any of those medical expenses between now and the time that you retire. So the way that works is, let's say you retire at age, I don't know, 65, and you've got, say you're age 35 right now, you have 30 years of medical expenses that you've prudently saved up in either one of those accordion file things or on Dropbox, hoping that they don't go out of business, whatever that is, they're in Dropbox, the cloud. that is. Yeah, they're in the cloud or they're actual they physical receipts. Whatever it is, I mean, uh, that's the one uh, downside to this plan is you got to figure out how for the next 30 years to keep accurate records of these medical receipts. Because if you if you actually keep paper, I mean, I mean you see, you keep a receipt in an accordion file for like three years and all of a sudden you can't see it anymore. Uh, so that's one thing to think about. So just keep really good ledgers, whatever that looks like to you, um, something that you could show the IRS. But if you can keep that for the next 30 years, I mean, you're going to add up a lot of stuff in medical expenses and the day that you retire, you can go, I'm going to reimburse myself for that yeah. and take that out. And you've got that as spending money. If you decide to retire early, age 55, you can do any of the medical expenses that you spent up to then. And if you're retiring early, you're going to need money for medical between the time that you retire uh, and when you start, uh, sorry, the time that you retire early and when you can get on things like Medicare and things like that. You're, you're just going to have higher medical expenses than you think if you actually retire early. I would wager to say. Unless you're on a program um, like you know teachers and and some other industries will have like early retiree healthcare, 
if you're not in one of those programs, you have to actually go out and buy your healthcare prior to retirement. Your healthcare expenses are going to be significantly higher than uh, somebody who's employed. That's just a matter of fact. So I like the HSA option. Uh, the Roth option is good. The HSA, you're getting the triple tax benefit. Uh, Roth option is generally always uh, good for most people, depending on their tax bracket. Let me let me clarify one thing, yeah. though, because he said something about 65 and so forth. Understand, mm-hmm. you can reimburse yourself HSA expenses at any point in time. Yeah. So even though you're a healthy young man, you know, you buy Pepto-Bismol or whatever it may be. And I, and I know there's some clarification there, can, can these, but I'm assuming, I know that's a dangerous word, but he keeps receipts for things he buys for cold products or Yeah, you need to go look at the list because they do change it from time to time and understand what's on the list as a qualified uh, health expense. But at 50, he mentioned retiring early. At 50, Mm -hmm. if you had 20 years of medical expenses, you wanted to retire early, you can't yet get it your Roth, and you could then deduct the HSA. You don't have to wait till 65 to do that. No, yeah, you can uh, access the HSA anytime, which is why utilizing an HSA can be a very powerful tool because... It's sort of a retirement account that you can also tap early if you really needed it, as long as you've got the documentation to back that when up. When does the exchange open again? When does the exchange open? Yeah. There's open enrollment oh, in the fall. In the fall. Yeah. I might have to finally make the leap. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I run the numbers in my brain. I've never really run them on paper, yeah. which I probably should do, and I think I might have to do that. Yeah. You've convinced me. Yeah, it's good. Uh, but I like oh, the Roth wow. IRA. We, gra- we grazed over that real quick, <laughs> didn't did. we? Like, whatever. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we uh, the time plus oh, whatever the time, time. The clock. That's right. My bad. Add in what thirty seven point six three or something like that to that. So it's really kind of difficult to do the math here on the fly. Uh, though we do math day in and day out. You were going to say about the Roth. Yeah. So anyhow, the Roths are an awesome option for retirement. You get to pull out uh, contributions if you really need them pre retirement age. So. Uh, that's a good option. So a little bit of uh, record keeping that you have to do with that. Pretty much anything that you're going to do to retire early is going to require some level of record keeping, whether that's HSA, healthcare receipts, or keeping track of your contributions when you're putting them into a Roth. Uh, there's no one size fits all rule that one is better for the other. It really comes down to what's the individual plan and what does that look like. So it's hard to know with kind of the one or two minutes of information uh, we have with Viet, but I like both of those options. Uh, some of it, some of the things I would look at and consider if, if I was sitting down with somebody is what's the tax rate? So how valuable is that HSA uh, tax deduction that you're getting by putting money in there? The higher your tax bracket is, the the more I would veer that way because you're now getting a deduction rather than um, saving into a Roth, not getting a deduction um, and not having to pay taxes later. So that's one thing I would look at. If you're in a very low tax bracket, it might flip um the other way where I go, oh, okay, well, if you're going to go into a higher tax bracket over time, saving in the Roth may be uh, a better option. It really comes down to each individual circumstance. There you go. And that's how we conclude this wonderful episode of DIY Money. Yeah. What do we miss? Is there anything between Nothing. those two? And he was very, very uh, detailed in his question, and I mm-hmm. think we were fairly detailed in ours. I would throw the one you know, caveat is, is the house 
down payment or maybe he owns a house. Maybe that's not, you know, anything. I don't know. Then yeah. that could potentially change the strategy altogether. But savings rate is excellent when you get married. Huge. If you can maintain this level of savings rate, you will be on a, a really good path to make some great decisions uh, later on in life, potentially early retirement. Read the chapter on marriage and money in the DIY money book and make sure that Viet, your spouse, your future spouse is on the same page as you because that's going to be key. And if they are not, then they need to acquiesce to your CFO brain. There you go. There you go. All right, let's wrap this sucker up. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest in a variety of areas and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your questions aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.